Pew, 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 pew. Hello, my beautiful people. I'm Crybaby, and this is Blue's Ass. And we are the, the Gats. Oh my gosh, it's a beautiful. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't say it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful. Uh, it's a grimy Saturday afternoon. The time is 1.47 on December 3rd. And it's, it's, I would say it's gloomy outside. Well, no, actually, the sun did come out not too long ago. So let's recant. So she that, did an appearance. That, let's recant that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 First of all, we want to give a big shout out to our mama bear for providing us, you guys, with this new podcast kit that um we well i have found out about this company via the friend zone look i talk about them all the time clearly i know they're fave she's obsessed <laughs> i'm obsessed and she's manifesting <laughs> that we will be um guests like we yeah, will co-host with them or yes, something like an episode do something together because i absolutely love them i feel all of their energy through their episode, shout out to Fran, Dustin, and Asante. Um, but it's one-on-one -on -one productions, and our mother actually purchased us the two. It's the two people starter kit, and we're loving it. It's giving. It is giving real cute, real cut. So shout out to our mother for believing in us, um, supporting this movement. Just really being a backbone to any of our endeavors we're, you know, moving yeah. towards. She is very supportive. And Mommy, we love you so much for everything you do, everything you have done. And nothing you do for us goes unnoticed. And that's on gang. And I know what, we've been doing this podcast for like, what, two years? It's been two years, right? I think so. Because I think we started, because you got me hooked on podcasts, I think right when the pandemic hit. Yeah. It was like the perfect time to get me so, hooked on it. Yeah, so it was like 2020 when we started. And I feel like we've been growing and learning how to like navigate this whole podcast situation mm -hmm. in, like in a good way. Great way. We're and becoming way more professional. Um, we're being more self-aware. Mm-hmm. And not trying to talk over each other so you guys can hear us clearly. So, yeah, we we love this. This is the a it's honestly a good moment for me and Manny to sit down and just pow it out. Yeah, let everything out because our um our schedules clash. Even though now I'm working from home and you know she works out of home. Still, we don't get to sit there and talk. By the time she get home, she is like dead fucking tired. Or I'm tired. So we don't really talk. And this podcast give us the moment to sit and just let everything out. And this shit feels so good. And we thank you guys for listening and supporting. Even though you don't send us messages. We're waiting on them. Send us a motherfucking message. Now! <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your opinions. What question do you fucking have? Please. Like, please. We beg of you. 
But how was your week, my dear beautiful sister? Um, my week was okay. It was very drawn out, but like, you know, when you become an adult, it's just like you become way more aware of how time moves so fast because it's just like, oh my God, it was just Monday. Now it's Friday. And then I'm gonna be back in this bitch again. You know, it was it was cool, but it was it was busy. Um nothing crazy happened that I couldn't handle. Yeah. But you know, all in all, it was an okay week. How was yours? Um my week was cool because this was the first week I started to work from home. So what uh, we're on Saturday. So um, I get to work from home Monday through Thursday, and then Fridays, my whole team has to come in. Unless, like, we have a mandatory meeting on another random day. Then we have to come in, and they pretty much swap the days out, and then you can just stay home on that day that you did have to come in. So my day, I mean, my week was cool. Um, yeah, it's, it ain't really much to say. My job is super chill. I can't complain. Everybody is super cool. So it is what it is. And I'm glad that I get to work from home because like I said, it makes it easier for me to get projects done in the house. And then I really don't like leaving our house anyways because I fucking despise driving. So it's all a win. Good for you. I'm glad to hear that. So I guess we're going to slide into I Wreck That right now. And we're doing songs again this week. Um, my first song is Volumes, Hold On, We're Going Home. So it's like a rendition of Drake's Hold On, We're Going Home, but like rock edition because I've been heavy into rock lately. You know what I'm saying? Once again, that was volumes. Hold on, we're going home. 
So I am coming in with the throwback. If you guys have seen Love and Basketball, this has been like the song of Love and Basketball. But this is Fool of Me by Michelle Indege Cello. I said it right, right? I don't know. <laughs> we say and Googled it and everything, but Girl, in they get cello. I think, in they get cello. I think it's yeah. Right. I think you have Michelle in they get cello. So yeah, this is her fooling me. My heart with joy. Was I blind to the truth? Just there to feel the space. Cause now you have no interest in anything that I have to say. so dumb what kind of fool am I you so easily set me aside Once again, you guys, that was Michelle Indege Cello, Fool of Me. Okay, so the next song I have is Tears by Bipolar Sunshine. It is so divine mm, in the right time. Hear my pain from my chest, seeing all the sunrise. Somehow tears will make us stronger. Once again, that was Tears by Bipolar Sunshine. So now I'm going to take it to the dirty, dirty. Let's get a little ratchet. So this is Duh, and I'm talking about D.A. Great Yola. Ain't going to let up. Keep me a big bank, bro. Yes, I'm fat bag and I'm sick and some bad ass. 
Once again, you guys, that was the Grayola ain't gonna let up. All right, so my last and final song is by Trap Beckham, and it's called Birthday Bitch, as in David Beckham. Okay. One time for the birthday G, two times for the birthday G, three times for the birthday G. Go ahead and get your birthday G. Get up and get your birthday. 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 You dance and it's your birthday. Go ahead and pick up the worst day. You dance and it's your birthday. Go ahead and pick up the worst day. Once again, that was Birthday Bitch by Trap Beckham. And shout out to all my Sagittarius on this season. Ooh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, because Mommy's birthday is on Monday. Shout out to her. Shit. Happy birthday. It is. Happy early birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear mommy. Happy birthday to I was too high. No, no, that was good. What the fuck? We were supposed to know. That was happy birthday. Come on. No. I was too high. Happy birthday to Sadiq, and I hope I said your last name the right way. If not, I'm sorry, Poobut, but I mean, I mean, I don't know.
Make me feel so good. Like that song is amazing. Once again, it was all the money in the world from the big boss Rick Ross, featuring Raphael Sadiq. All right, so I guess it's a good time to slide into Crabby's corner. And here we go. I'm not going to lie, you guys. Um, the corner is a bit very much depressing. Mm, but, Lord. you know, we got to put that news out there. So I'm starting off with, you know, headlines reading, Bronx father forgives girlfriend for fatally stabbing their infant and the child's brother. He says, I love her and that's not going to change. I know, right? I didn't um, even see that. I haven't seen that yeah. one. Okay, so Saturday, a little be a little before uh, 7.30 p.m., police arrived at a homeless shelter where a naked 22-year-old woman was burning items in her apartment's kitchen. They described Damone, Brent, well, Brenda is in quotes, uh, Fleming as a female acting erratic but nonviolent with no weapons she was then taken to a nearby hospital for a psychiatric evaluation by EMTs as officers left the scene a few minutes after their departure authorities were called back to the apartment after Fleming's two children Deshaun and Octavius were found unconscious inside a bathtub under a towel police discovered the three-year-old and 11-month year old who had each been stabbed multiple times the two were taken to columbia presbyterian medical center where they succumbed to their wounds the new york times reported um the devastated father of 11 month octavius columbus canada says he has forgiven fleming for the death of their son and the infant's half-brother i want he says, I want people to know what a good parent she was. Okay. Um, Candace, but, please. by the way, excuse me, but he stabbed him. No, she stabbed him. Okay. It was her. It was her doing, but he's he's basically saying, like, he forgives her. Okay, so did anyone die? Yeah, the babies, di they both died. The babies died. Oh, God. Yeah, the three-year-old and the 11-month-year-old. Yeah. Okay, so um, uh, though detectives say 
They haven't discovered a motive for the killings. Casey Canada, Octavius's great aunt, claims that Fleming had been obsessively talking about demons for days. She thought the kids were devils. She explained she she said she was afraid of them. Wow. Oh, my God. Fleming has yet to be released from St. Barnabas Hospital, but she has been charged with two counts of murder and two counts of depraved indifference. Despite the charges, Columbus Canada has made it clear that he will continue to support her. He says, I love her, and that's not going to change no matter what. And I'm going to still be there. It's all I can do. So this, honestly, for me, this sounds like a case of, like, schizophrenia. It's clearly some mental health definitely things mental. going on here with this. Um, God, God bless those babies. So yeah, I know, like that. They did not deserve that. Um, that's a lot. Like I've realized a lot of things that has been coming out. I know it's everything has always been mental related, but people want to be in denial about mental issues yeah. and don't want to get help. And then it turns out to be shit like this tragic events where people turn around and take someone's life because they're mentally battling demons when you really can just get help to work through that then babies didn't even get to like really live yeah they were young as fuck i'm tired of hearing about stories like this like it's really Oh, God. It's so depressing. I'm already depressed enough. And to keep hearing shit like this, you just want to log off social media because every day you turn around, it's either an adult killing a kid or a kid killing an adult. Or a school shooting. It's always some big wow shit. I'm tired of this shit. I need people to get help. I need people to wake up and realize it's okay to not be okay. We say this a lot on our platform. We have realized that we're fucked up mentally from our childhood. And we have no problem with saying that. But the thing is, we're taking the steps to get better. I need everyone else to do the same. It's okay to get help. Reach out to somebody, please. Because all of this killing... This shit is sad. It's very fucking sad. Like, think about it. You kill somebody and you gotta live with that shit for the rest of your life. That shit is on your conscience. It don't go nowhere. Whether you think so or not. You could try to bury it as much as you can. It's still gonna affect you some type of way. So, I mean, I... I don't know what to say no more. Get your motherfucking shit together. Get your life in order. Oh. Right away. Okay, so next up we have um, headlines read, a law enforcement officer from Virginia was killed in a shootout with California deputies after reportedly killing the family of a teen girl he had catfished online. The suspect identified as 28-year-old Austin Lee Edwards. 
then proceeded to drive off with the girl after murdering her mother and grandparents, police said Sunday. On Friday, just after 11 a.m., police were first called to a home in Riverside for a welfare check of a distressed girl getting in a red Kia Soul with a man. That's all I get. Wait, wait. First of all, the kids so got me. I fucking hate those cars. Bro, bro, they're, they're so, so spacious. Fucking, they're ugly. They're so spacious. And the whole time, one of the niggas I used to fuck with had one. And I fucking hated that car. I used to hate riding in his car. I used to be like this ugly ass, box ass car. But like, look at his fucking face. Look at this motherfucker. And he catfish? You evil bitch. You and he catfish. You have no lips. You fucking. I hope they put you under the fucking jail. They will. Well, he is white, so who knows? I know, um, right? Oh my god! But yeah, please go under the entire prison at this point. Ew. So he killed the whole family. Yeah. <clears throat> he killed the girlfriend and the grandparents. And this is just off of him doing catfish. Yeah. People are sick. And this is the law enforcement. Like, people are really sick. Now. Come on now. We know law enforcement be really... Mm, mm, yeah. People are really shit. fucking sick. I'm scared to do a lot of shit. Like, I remember when I used to want to do interracial dating. Now, I'm second guessing that. I remember when I had no problem with wanting to date a cop. And I mm, don't think I want to... It's a lot of things now that's really grinding my gears that I'm going against. Because a lot of things are unraveling now in society. I'm good. Y'all can have it. Next piece of shit story you about to give us. <laughs> Kanye West and uh, Kardashian uh, have finally uh, fucking settled their divorce. Ooh, Kanye will pay Kim... 200k a month in child support. Damn! They have four kids together. Oh, I think that's like in my total. God. I would hope that's in total of the kids. I hope that's not per child because that's, that's a, a lot bag. of money. That's a bag because honestly, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm like, she got her own bag. I wouldn't even take him for like no child support. What the like two hundred thousand a month. What the fuck? Yeah, and like you said, this bitch got a bag. Like, I'm not even gonna hold you, Maddie. I was looking at, because this sparked interest. Because first of all, you know, my babies, the Shumpers, they had did, you know, the um campaign for her clothing line, Skims. And then recently I saw Snoop and his family did it. And I was looking, I was like, whole time this shit do look comfortable. And I like me some good loungewear. It looked comfortable. I went on the site. It was reasonable prices. It wasn't like overpriced. But I'm saying like, baby, you been in your bag. I wouldn't take them for child support either, but I guess it's probably some petty shit going on and it makes her feel that she has to do that. I would say But I'm like, you in your bag. Me as a woman, I know I'm in my bag. I'm like, I take care of my motherfucking kids. Like, it is what it is. Like, um, I'm not about to take no nigga for child support if I could do it on my own. I feel like child support is the last option. 
that's how I look at it. I'm not a mother. I don't know what it feels like to be a mother. So I'm not trying to like go on any mothers or anything like that. But me personally, I know I want to be a mother one day. Um, if God blesses me to be a mother, if he does, if my father's child does not want to be active and I'm in the financial state that I could just do the shit alone, it's like, yeah, I'm not about to sit here. I ain't trying to go through all that court shit. Life is hard enough to sit here and have to do all that court shit. I will only do it if I really have to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in my bag, I really don't feel the need to take a nigga for child support. Just let that nigga be over there miserable and you're missing out on this beautiful child that you helped make. And they have four kids together. Like, I'm damn. still stuck on the 200K. That's a lot of fucking money. It is. A month? He must be... What's his net worth? You know... Because this nigga must be in his bag bag. And you know that he just lost... I think he just lost the deal with... Yeah, uh, I'm not saying he's losing deals losing and shit. Because he's saying stupid shit. And did you see the... Vi- uh, not the video. The picture of him on um, Twitter. He was in Virginia. Not so long ago. You did see it. Them fat ass boots. Yeah, yeah. Them boots was big as shit. (laughs) Them boots was full stomping and shit. I'm just saying. But honestly, every time I see him, he just looked just so like. Sad. Yeah, so sad. He don't, he's not the Kanye. No life left. I fell in love with. Because I was obsessed with Kanye. I can tell everything went downhill after he lost his mother. And it's like. Being in the limelight, I don't know what that feels like. I don't even want to know what that feels like. That's a lot of pressure. Um, Everybody's saying this and that, judging you, whereas you're probably doing the same shit as me. So who the fuck are you to even point a finger? But I, to this day, I still love Kanye, regardless of his remarks and everything. He's literally battling some shit. Give this man a break. Like, come on, give him a break. He does say stupid shit, but don't we all? Don't we all do stupid shit, say stupid shit? I think everybody is just way too hard on the next person when none of us are in the place to judge the next person. It's okay to have an opinion. Yeah, you're saying that. But, I mean, come on. Like, he looks, oh, oh, yeah, he looks so out of it. Yeah, Bless his heart. Um, praying for him because um, I don't know. I don't know where he is mentally. Yeah, I've always been a fan of Kanye. Uh, when he started putting out those those tracks like weekly back in the like my beautiful dark fantasy days. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and like that Christian Dior. Oh my gosh, like. Kanye really be putting out hits, and I I can tell that he is suffering. I can see it on his face, like the eyes are the windows to the soul, and then his his eyes just don't even look the same anymore. Like he's drained, he's done, and oh my god, I don't even know how that is is affecting his kids. You know? Yeah. And because it makes me sad because I do love Kanye. Yes, he does. He is an asshole. But, you know, he speaks his mind. He says all of the things that a lot of people are not going to say because it's not politically correct. 
And he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to say it if ain't nobody else going to say it. That's fucking bravery right there. And I applaud that. For that. Yeah, because I applaud anybody, regardless if you say some ignorant ass shit, if that's your truth that you're walking in, stand on it. I honestly respect any person that's going to stand on that shit, whether I agree with it or not. I respect you for walking in your truth. And he is walking in his truth. And he don't care about what anybody says. I mean, it is what it is. We can't change that man's mind. But at the same time, as humans, we have to understand that we're all going through things. Mentally, we're all fucked up. So we can't just write somebody off because they said something that you didn't agree with. The USA of trauma. All right. So lastly... To an unsung hero, honestly, I'm going to say. All right. Headline reads, a Baltimore area daycare owner named Shantiri Weems has formally pleaded guilty to shooting her husband, James Weems. On Monday, Shantiri took accountability for shooting James back on July 21st. Reports that she specifically pleaded guilty to armed aggravated assault and carrying an unlicensed firearm. Shantiri was initially also charged with resisting arrest, possessing a firearm during a crime, and assault with intent to kill. However, these charges will be dis- dismissed at her sentencing, which will go down on February 3rd. The case swiftly came to widespread public attention back when it occurred, and it's notably related to a serious accusation. Okay, so I don't have, like, the other screenshot for this, but I remember this case back when it happened because she was, she became aware of the fact that her husband was molesting children of the daycare that she was overseeing. So... She took matters in her own hands. She's like, oh, fuck no, bitch. Nope. It won't be me. She said, I'm going to shoot your motherfucking ass and I'm shooting the fucking kill. Exactly as you should do. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, if you're, if you're out here sexually assaulting children, like, it's a daycare. So these kids are like infants. And you're sexually assaulting infants? That is fucking sick as shit, and you deserve the fucking grave. You deserve the grave, in my opinion. I thought that story was super wild, because how was she going down for... I I just don't understand society at this point. Motherfuckers is going down for protecting kids, which you're supposed to do. I mean, what? As a juror, I would have been like... I'm no, not I'm saying, I'm at like, I always stand on this. It is not okay to kill, but it comes down to the situation. I'm protecting this baby. She just got fed up with his shit. Like, you're fucking molesting kids. So I'm gonna kill you. And honestly, who's gonna say that they could have got it, like, in a fight? It was a boyfriend, right? It was her husband. Her and who say they could have got a fight? Couldn't she say self-defense? And then they still take people down for self-defense too. I think about that like, how can we win in this in this fucking society? 
it's a lot of shit I think about a lot of cases and the shit does not make sense. Like how they really try to charge you for defending yourself. How can you charge me for defending myself? Hmm. Hmm. No, it does not make sense. And then when you compare to other cases where people just get let off. And I'm talking about white people. Oh my gosh. Did you did you see that case about the guy that got off? He played in um insanity, so he got sent to the little mental facility, whatever. But he he left lunch with his his uh his father, traveled, walked like three miles, entered a fucking garage of someone's home. Then he murdered them with their own knives. The 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 mother and the father. Why did he do that? I don't know. But then he started like eating at the father's face. I mean, not his father. I'm sorry. Eating the man. The man and the. It's giving Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, he started really? like gnawing yeah. at his face, and he got off. And I'm like cops. Okay. It took multiple cops to like try to subdue him and shit. I'm like, why the fuck did y'all just shoot his ass? What the fuck? What the fuck? Y'all be so quick to shoot our fucking black asses. But white people, oh, they pose no threat. When he's fucking eating at his face? Oh my God. Be fucking for real. He got off. Okay. He definitely got off. I'm over it. And he looked dumb as shit. All these motherfuckers are stupid at this point. Any shit we can do about it. Shit won't ever change no matter how many protests. Us, like us, two black young women speaking on our podcast. Um, it, it won't change nothing. I feel the world would never change. It's been like this ever since we were kids, before us. I mean, damn, it sucks to even allow it to soak in and just be like, Shit will never change no matter what we all do as a union. It will never change. It's just given like now. We They're just still going to want to kill us. Yeah. And they have the upper hand. All the time. Okay. So I guess it's time to hop into the topic of discussion. Which oh, is... I thought we was going to do Black Beloved. Oh, shit. Okay. I forgot. Okay, so you guys, we are going to segue into Black Beloved. So this is a little baby this week, and I'm very excited to put her on. So her, I said her name, it was, ooh, I forgot. We just went on her. Karis. Karis. Yeah, it is Karis. Okay. So, 10-year-old Karis Rogers, so she established her own company, and it's called Flexin' in My Complexion. So, Flexin' without a G, so F-L-E-X-I-N-I-N-M-Y-C-O-M-P-L-E-X-I-O-N.com. So, this little baby... She grew up in Los Angeles, and she actually was teased for her dark complexion. And that's what inspired her to create this brand to empower confidence. What I love so much about this, first of all, you are a young black woman business owner. Owner? I said, 
mouth all tied up. And all her shirts and everything, they have, it's, it's all about being black. I love it. So she have Black Women Matter. This one's really cute. I actually really like that. It's in different colors. And then she got Flexing in My Complexion. What else? I Matter on a t-shirt. And I love this just to see a young child, young black child, flourishing, doing her thing. And I love the fact that you, t you turn something so negative into something so positive to uplift others, meanwhile yourself. And I get it because I have been bullied as a child. I've never been bullied for my complexion, but I've been bullied for my weight. So to see you step into greatness like this and build an empower, I mean, goddamn empire. Words are messed up right now. This is so beautiful, and this is a beautiful platform. I wish you the best. Um, you guys, please support this baby. I don't know. I don't know how old you are now. But I went off the information that was on your website. So, I wish you the best, Karis. Um, you're going to do great things. This is going to be a beautiful journey, and definitely I'm going to support and order me some stuff because I love me a good t-shirt, a good hoodie, especially when it's about black lives. And keep doing that, motherfucker. I don't mean to curse, but, I mean, that's just me. But shout out to you, little baby. The Her link and everything will be in the description of this episode. That's it. Okay, so... We can hop into the topic of discussion. I'm sorry, guys. I'm eating candy right now, so my voice is a little bit weird. Okay, so there's attachment styles as secure, anxious, avoidant, and disorganized. So attachment issues as anxious, is I have a negative view of myself and a positive view of others. Okay, I'm going to have to take this out because I'm kind of salivating right now. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to be clingy and I fear rejection and abandonment. I want to be emotionally very close with others. I find that others are reluctant to be as close to me as I wish to be. Oh I need a lot of reassurance and even then I have a hard time believing it. I make my worth dependent on the approval or acceptance of others. I struggle being alone. <clears throat> Avoidant attachment issues. I have a positive view of myself and a negative view of others. I have a hard time identifying my feelings and thoughts. I rely on myself and reluctant to rely on others. It's important for me to be independent I avoid emotional intimacy and don't seek deep relationships. I have a hard time opening up and trusting others. I avoid or withdraw from conflict. Disorganized attachments. I have a negative view of others and myself. My behaviors and unpredictable and chaotic. I seek closeness, uh, closeness and then withdraw to avoid being hurt. God damn. 
<laughs> Speaking to the choir. <laughs> I don't know what I want. I may have grown up in an unpredictable environment. I find it difficult to trust others. I have mixed feelings and a secure attachment. I have a positive view of myself and others. I am comfortable with intimacy. I am open and trusting. I have a good sense of self-worth. I seek connection and give space. I am able to communicate needs, thoughts, and feelings. I trust that I am worthy of love. I don't depend my worth on approval of others. I have good communication skills. I set and respect boundaries. I am open to different perspectives. I'm comfortable giving and receiving love. I'm comfortable creating close and intimate relationships. And I am also comfortable on my own. Secure. Whoa. <laughs> Secure. <All day. laughs> Secure. I am. Because I'm all those things that's, that you stated. That's what I said. I, that's why I pointed to you. I'm like, I'm like, that's Yeah, you. that's me. I'm secure. With everything, um, I honestly, I've only been in, what, three relationships out of my life, my 29 years of living, and I don't sit here and, shut up! <laughs> like and I trust my partner until you give me a reason to not trust you even if and I, I'm not going to lie I at all of them three relationships I have been cheated on and I knew I was getting cheated on but it's like until I had to prove boom like you know it ain't really shit I can do or whatever well it was shit I could do I could have just broke up like whatever but i still always want to have that proof to make you fucking look stupid that that's what it is i just want to make a motherfucker look stupid but um yeah i'm always securing shit like i know i'm fa a faithful person because if i feel that i want another nigga I'm not about to sit here and play with your feelings. I'm going to break that shit off. Like, bruh. Um, I just want to be alone. I want to be single because I want to do my thing. I'm going to let you know. I don't have time. And I'm a very open person as far as communicating. Y'all clearly can see on this podcast that I hold nothing back. Very transparent. I don't care how it makes you feel. But I'm going to be very transparent with everybody. Because it is what it is. I'm transparent at work, my family, all around. Like, I don't care. If you want to build up this way you view me, that's on you. But at the end of the day, you're going to look at me the way you want to look at me anyways. Regardless of what I say to you. Regardless of what I feed you. So, why not just fucking be honest? That's your take? Yeah. Are you finished? Okay, so honestly, I feel like I have the anxious and avoidant and disorganized attachment style. Because honestly, I feel like I sometimes need validation from my partner that they're, you know, they're still into me type of thing. And I do have abandonment issues. That's number one, because it's just like, you have to vocalize or you have to show me something that you just, you still hear type shit, you know? 
that and that really fucking sucks. And I hate that. And I try not to like worry my head about it. Like I try to step outside of myself and be like, okay, don't worry, don't worry. You good, you good, you good, we got you. We got you. On the stance of avoidant, hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Avoiding my issues. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, avoiding my, yeah, I definitely rely on myself most of the time. And I, I can be very flighty. But if I'm into you, I'm very much into you, okay? But I definitely can, like, just go gone. A lot of the times. And my disorganized attach you, attachment issues. Mm -hmm. It's giving big Virgo. <laughs> it says, I have a negative view of others and myself. Oh, shit. Mm. A lot of the times. Most of the times. A lot of times. But I just be here trying to just muster through the shit as well as I can. And okay, what's the next one? What well, that was it? Oh, that was all? Yeah. Oh shit. You was tired of me talking. I'm no, you I'm just like tired. You... Oh, okay. I'm oh, tired. Yeah, that's it though. We can end it here. Oh. Okay. Forty nine. I... Yeah. I'll take that out. I'm just tired doing all that this morning. Yeah, I'll take it out. But like we say every episode, we love you guys. Thank you for listening in every week. Sorry that you missed us last week. Um, we needed a small break. But our uh, we really hope you guys um, continue to listen and give us some feedback. Give us some questions or something like whatever you have to ask us because we are willing and ready to answer your questions and you can follow us on instagram at the number two the gets we go that's also our email at gmail.com please slide in our dm slide in our uh, inbox with some foolery we would love to read it and definitely display it on the show you can follow me at Beautiful Zass, that's B-O-U-T-I-F-U-L-Z-A-A-S, on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on both handles, Twitter and Instagram, under the, <coughs> under, <laughs> under the name Mandy No Names. That is M-A-N-D-Y-N-O-N-A-M-E-S. We love you guys. Yes, and... Continue we will to listen. See you guys next week. Peace. Goodbye. Please leave a message. I'll get back with you later. Thank you.